Hey, Uncle Weed, why don't you break out some of that private stash? We listen to a show with Uncle Weed, with Little Bay, nice guy. We come around, entertain, we make everything nice. We drink an overproof rum and everything is okay. Jamaica, love, unity is strength. Gardeners, by no mass. It smells are full of fruit. It smells like it smells like mangoes and papayas. It's got the rich sweetness. You like fried plantain, you like plantain porridge, you like plantain in your door. Well you'd be well to assume that each time I sat down to have a chat, there's the joint in one hand and the red stripe in the other. Ooh, rumbling, rumbling thunder. Uh, but this time I'm on a temporary hiatus. You know, I just made a, a trip over to the uh, store to get a new rack of Red Stripe, new 24 in a big plastic crate. And so I had to rack some of those in to get cold. And then I just stepped on a piece of glass and had a brief bout of spontaneous bleeding. So I'm just going to wait, you know, five minutes to finish this new, new fatty. <laughs> oh, the hijinks, the hijinks. It's not interesting until something goes horribly wrong, man. It's all good. It's all good here in Jamaica. Oh, the wind's howling on the north coast of Jamaica this morning. There's impending wall of clouds and my normally blue horizon. Yet the, still, the sun still streams behind us. The only problem with the wind was getting my joint lit. Fortunately, I persevered. I said on a little pedestal. Last night having oh, two entire lobster tails with garlic butter and an Irish potato and oh wow feasted that last night and then ganja brownies Jamaican ganja brownies and uh, a, uh, a rum drink with just rum and ginger beer and lime served tall with ice. A combination of all those things. Oh, and also, like, there's a little jacuzzi here in the Queen's Cottage, which is like a jacuzzi, right, with the jets and the... Except it's, you know, it's not hot, right? You want a chill-out thing here, so... A little bit of an aloe rub-down and a jacuzzi combined with the pot brownies, the lobster, the rum drinks. Oh, man, I sleep great, right? And you can't believe the noises all throughout the night. The crickets, the frogs, the and all sorts of crazy choruses. And before that, coming out and watching the fireflies and the bats and the mongoose and all the crazy characters out here doing their thing, right? It's like I'm just a tourist watching their world, man. I don't care about what the people are doing. Laying in bed, drifting off. I couldn't help but thinking about the... The, uh, the kind of like the weird feverish hallucinations during the wasp bite, right? Because now I'm finally like healed up from that. You know, like it wasn't a big deal. Like they weren't going to amputate anything, but uh, like I've been, like, it's like, you know, when you push your body beyond limits and when things go wrong, your body kind of goes into this uh, state of, of protection and a state of. Uh, with that, maybe comes some sort of self-reflection or whatever, right? I don't know. Maybe this just happens to me, and I seem to get 
uh, a new maladies in far-flung foreign places. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I don't remember laying in bed with a puffy hand, tossing and turning. The hallucinations sort of manifest them in two ways. One of them sort of looked like these long, sort of mentioned it as gossamer strings, but what it really looked like was long fortune cookie paper, right? But it's sort of translucent and words were written on it, but an inky typewriter type. And it was usually uh, like little segments, almost like a newswire would look like in the old timey uh, newsroom where there's like little snippets of little plot lines and little snippets of stories that had to be fallen. These things were twisting and, and meandering through the sky, right? And I'd sort of, in my mind's eye, I'd reach up to grab one, and they'd slip away and slip away, and they'd keep on spiraling and spiraling into this sky that would go progressively deeper uh, blue into purple into black, into kind of all these little wormholes, and these stories would run down their own little wormholes, and I'd be reaching up, like, oh, you gotta grab hold of it, and then another one swooshing this way, oh, this looks like one I can grab hold of almost like waves, surfing waves coming in, but they're coming in from haphazard direction. There's no rhythm, rhythm to them, but I'll try and catch up with this, with this storyline, with this plot line, with this anecdote, with this snippet. But it'd slip away, slip away, slip away. And then while this is all going on, occasionally I'd hear like a, uh, almost like a, 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 an old AM radio news reader voice. And this maybe comes from Listen to the Jamaican news and the Jamaican radio. And these voices, but I'd hear this, this nondescript chattering. But you always kind of hear that in Jamaica because there's always a radio going on somewhere or someone uh, is working on cutting something down and they got a radio playing. They got a, I don't know, man. I'm always hearing this lilting, faint hum of, of uh, radio static and one, one drop beat. So that's kind of going on. And then over here, but it only happened out of my left side. It always seemed to be up here to my left. Uh, to the, like, not like uh, what if, if, if my nose was 12 o'clock, we'd be talking about like around 10 o'clock over here, just my peripheral vision. There's a square, and it was like a, an old film projector screen. And in this film projector screen would be going like um, old... You know, like a shaky movie, but really looked more like film strips where you'd advance them manually. You maybe remember this from school or something, right? But it was all this oversaturated, almost looked like hand-colored prints from various plots and pieces of my personal backstory. And it was strange, disconnected things that really had no business being remembered, but it was almost like being an, an observer of my own life. Like I see a, a scene of my mom sending me off to school with this little plaid lunchbox. It was like a camera bag, but it had been co-opted to a lunchbox. And it was a plaid that had a little handle. I'm heading off to school with patches on my jeans on the knees and uh, heading up to 154th Street in Surrey to go turn down 104th to go to Harold Bishop. And it was just this scene of me on the porch, and there's about seven concrete steps and an iron railing on a two-story house, yellow and, and, and white stucco, like many of the houses in Vancouver, right? I remember that. And I remember same sort of era in my life uh, with a giant orange bag slung over my shoulder delivering the Colombian newspaper. 
and me concerning myself and I'm like across the street watching myself concern myself about this rather than chucking the paper up on the lawn and just being done with it I'd insist on taking each one up to the mailbox and putting it down there in the little hangers under the mailbox so it could be delivered properly right as though it would make a difference for those people's lives and, and in my life somehow going further behind him uh, a baseball game. My my older brother was playing baseball. I've been drawing along a game and going and uh, mm, doing some childhood explorations with a young lady behind a backstop. Mm, strange things to remember. And then the, it wasn't all childhood. It was like uh, a scene at uh, the B, a BYU approved housing place in Provo, Utah. And I was visiting some friends and we were violating many of the rules that made a place BYU approved. And that's Brigham Young University. They have some rules. And this guy Gary from Tabor, Alberta, starts into a story about how he was at a like a, a church youth group thing, and they all had to go around as like an icebreaker. They were just getting to know each other. Uh, or just had been there at BYU or something. They all had to say something about like the craziest thing they ever, they've ever done or something like that. And they start with Gary, and who goes into a story about uh, going to... Uh, Disneyland on LSD and uh, getting caught in catacombs and uh, smoking dope and and tripping out at, at Disneyland and no one else really knew how to follow that story since none of them even had a frame of reference of what that is. But for some reason this scene is coming up on on my little Viewmaster screen, right? And it's like, it's right there. I can see who's sitting around there. I can see the, their posture. That's all happening in this... Uh, uh, on one side, the right side, you know, I'm seeing all these fortune cookie ticker tapes. And on the left side, I'm seeing these slow, progressing, hazy images. Words on one side, pictures on the other. Hmm. Anyway, I woke up again after this fantastic night's sleep. Oh, God, your brownies. Girl loves you. She's seen these beauties. Uh, inclined to tell you about that thing. Now, pardon me. And, you know, like I said, this isn't the first time, you know, in Mexico, got some sort of deathly gut something, ended up in a clinic with a ceiling fan, spinning slowly, watching, hearing Mexican soap operas coming from the next room, turned up to full, full volume, the glass IV jar sort of trickling through and keeps, keeps on getting air bubbles and getting stuck, and I have to call someone in to flick the thing to get the air bubbles out. Oh, I had some weird hallucinations there, too. They were kept on feeling like I was sitting on rocky headlands, but I was looking out uh, uh, eastward over an ocean. And I'm someone who's always typically been looking westward over an ocean uh, for the most part. And this is something I'm very conscious of, right? And suddenly I was like I was like in Nova Scotia or perhaps Prince Edward Island or Maine or something, right? And I was on these rocky headlands wearing a sweater. And I just... Uh, been in a, a, a little green cabin with uh, these little windows and set back, you know, a uh, number of yards in a, uh, in a field of heather and thistle and so on. And I'd been uh, in there clackety-clacking away writing. It had just come out to watch uh, the waves come crashing in. It was a very peaceful, nice feeling. Hmm. Never been out there. <laughs> I guess it's time I do. Anyway, I could go on and on with the stories of me sick in foreign places, but it's kind of a buzzkill. So uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, you know, because uh, of uh, me being a, a little disconnected, I'm not sure what I've said to myself in dreams and to the recorder or in conversations or 
uh, down there at Little Bay Cabins. And I don't know how much I've told you about this. I'm just going to fill in a few little gaps here, so at least I remember. came upon this place as kind of a round side uh, web search and, and uh, Leo, the dude who rents them out, hasn't been doing this for quite some time, right? And then he sort of restarted up these cabins because uh, he's also got this other business doing environmental consulting. He puts in gutters in people's houses, like the pre-made, pre-cut gutters, and then they do rain barrel collection and he has the rain barrel gear for them so they can start, you know, preserve water and use that water for all kinds of tasks around the house. And then he has water purifiers and this sort of thing. Anyway, he's got that gig going on, so he starts renting up these cabins again. And he also, with that, comes another opportunity where uh, there's some uh, somewhat uh, gems in the rough, a whole smattering of maybe 20 of these uh, cabins, including a tree house. Uh, most of them are, have two big bedrooms. Uh, each will have a little adjoining bathroom and a kitchen. And each of these bedrooms is a uh, big traditional, like they're, little, they're big little traditional Jamaican houses, right? Uh, and each of them you put a couple beds in so you'll be able to roll down for a thrifty Jamaican backcountry adventure where you can hang out at their little bar cafe area and have bevies and uh, red stripes rum drinks and enjoy uh, an herb, herb friendly environment right like it's not that anywhere is herb unfriendly but you gotta uh, uh, pick your places right you gotta be on somewhere that's a private area is much better move than being on a public area but i'm not going to go into that right now so anyway we came across this place and stayed at the legend cabin and uh, basically this is like a, a two-bedroom a villa with a kitchen and a front room but it's kind of like the great house of the of the compound right which means everyone's sort of hanging around there life sort of circles around there there's some little outbuildings there um some wash huts and some uh, uh outdoor grill pits and stuff like that then out in the back uh, in behind the house is a variety of, of interesting fruit freeze, fruit trees, <laughs> soursop, June plums, uh, uh, almond, avocado, papaya, mango, the huge, you know. And then, uh, then there's another house called Kaya, and uh, this is where the owner often lives with his family. And uh, but it's a two-story place there, and there's another guest house there for the uh, you know folks to stay. And then up front of that, uh, in between that and the little gate, uh, is a little shop. And this is a little, as tiny as you can, physically as small as you can make a shop. It's just a groovy little hut. They sell about 20 items total in there. Uh, beer, overproof rum, some hair straightening products, uh, mosquito coils, and a few uh, little snacks. Um, this is about all. And ice cream. Uh, and then there's like two little tables out front of that. Uh, where you can sit and hang out and sip your rum, 
uh, play cards, whatever, right? Well, it's time for a toke on the porch. <laughs> the Jamaica scheme continues. Yeah. It, for me, the celebration doesn't get any better than hanging out here in the little shop on Little Bay, man. Where are we out right now, man? We're here at Keisha Beach at Mike's Sunday Ground. And nice to meet Keisha. We're hanging out and drinking some rum. And Jason, Mr. Weed is hanging out. And nice to sing a message to the world. <laughs> Uh, we partying, we having fun, <laughs> and everything is nice and okay. Man, Jamaican overproof rum. Yeah, man, you got two kinds of rum here. You got the Al- Appleton Jamaican and rum and the JB rum. overproof rum. Which do you prefer? Yeah. We prefer the white rum, and we prefer the white rum. We don't, we don't like the overproof rum. Huh? The natural rum in Jamaica, where we party, we having fun with the girls. And kids and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we nice today in Jamaica. We we, we planting, we we, we suckering, we doing everything that is nice to, 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 to the nation, to the people. <laughs> like we planting banana, we planting coconut, we planting everything, planting flowers, we planting everything that's everything nice in Jamaica. That's beautiful and nice as everybody to come on down to Jamaica and you find some nice guy. Treat them around, make everything nice and everything okay. It's nice, easy around day. Yeah. yeah, man. Can you tell me about this place you call home? Yes, when we come in Little Bay, we have the sea, we have the Bob Marley Hole, we have right around, we have the cave, we have the Brighton, we have the Blue Hole, we have everywhere right around here, and everything is nice to meet people in Jamaica, in Little Bay, in Westmoreland. Yeah, man, so you can just go right from the airport, come right here into a little corner of forgotten Jamaica, man, where people are still living the way that they've always done for generations. They're eating traditional foods, they're making charcoal, they're making fire on the beach, they're helping each other out, and sometimes they just sit on the porch here and enjoy a little bit of rum at the little tiny shop, man. It's a good life, huh? Yeah, and in the evening when you catch it at 5 o'clock, you watch the sunset, the nicest sunset in Little Bay, the nicest place to go to find in Jamaica, in Westmoreland. Yeah, man, so there's all these people thinking about, man, should I go to Jamaica? You know, I hear Jamaica is all like about the big resort or maybe it's violent in Jamaica. Do you have a message for them? No, everything is nice in Jamaica. In more times, there's just a little corrupting. It's not a big violence, like like a big violence, people just killing people. Everything is nice in Jamaica, it's okay. It's just a little thing, it's not a big thing. Nice, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so here we go, man, because the sun's just about to set here in Licky Bay. Did I say that right, Licky Bay? Yeah. Little Bay? Little Bay. Little Bay. Because everything sounds a little different, man. You can't trust the signs, man, because it's not about English here. It's about Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Jamaica, man, drinking the rum, drinking the red stripes, smoking the spleefs on the beach as the sun goes down. All nation have sensation and every nation have the moderation. This is the time for a happy meditation. Nobody must enjoy the celebration, yeah. Mama, daddy, auntie, daughter, and youth man, enjoy yourself in a your homeland. A little more, I and I will clean. Corroba, dump it, panna, I will lick a scene. Cause when I check it out loud, no way no better than Together a 
Okay, so then you go there forward to the seashore, and then um, in front of Legend Cabin is a groovy little palapa with two seats in there, two uh, lounge chairs, and that right in front of that is this great swimming hole, which uh, you got about a, a four-foot jump off, and then it's a, a nice deep swimming hole that just sort of uh, swirls you around in this little mini cove. There's a ladder that goes down there, but on the one of the last nights when the big storm, the ladder came out, a big metal ladder too, right? But that'll be easily replaced. Uh, uh, back into position and then there's some other little rocks you can sort of leap over to and then leap off from there so it's like some little mini cliff diving cliff diving light right which is very appealing then if you jump in there uh, the current will just sort of naturally take you past the little uh, it's kind of like a little rocky headlands but they sort of built it up to create a bunch of little accesses access points through a little seawall with a little some little four step down to kind of jump in little points, right? And it's an intermix of uh, dead coral and rock and sandy bits. So you kind of got to be savvy as to where you go in and where you jump in and so on. So you go in from the swimming hole part and then you let yourself drift over and you're going to end up on their little gem of a, of a sandy beach, and a little nice stretch of sandy white beach. Along there is uh, many little palapas and uh, some uh, chairs, although the, not many chairs were needed while we were there since the place was mostly ours. And then, uh, um, and then the, 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 the little promenade, the little seawall continues to more kind of like little patio areas. We could put a few tables, it'd be a little bar there, it'd be a little hangout area, and some little tucked away areas where you could kind of have some privacy. Uh, and then the, yeah, there's a point with like this big old gnarly gray tree that looks something from Lord of the Rings, man. It's right out there on this point, and the seawall is going around this great little promenade point where you could perhaps have some sort of official ceremony if one was so inclined, right? And then you got here like 20 of these little houses, and the outsides are all painted up in, in a tropical manner, tropical fashion, right? Uh, with an electric, uh, an eclectic color scheme that you would have to go in and challenge yourself to buy paints that uh, disjointed and um, haphazard, but somehow it all works together because it looks like a big flower uh, flower hedge as these things poking out right and here and there you'll see uh, some dudes working on them because like I said in Jamaica man there's always people around there's always people up to something there's people fixing on something or moving something around or cleaning something up they're doing it on their own pace man but they're doing it and uh, and then you have this little village of all these little cabins that are all uh, um, on these little small walkable uh, rock paths and the uh, like it's it's like a little secret garden. You've gone into this little secret garden of Jamaican houses uh, that uh, was someone started dream that was never quite finished, and now it shall be finished. And uh, perhaps one day you and I shall party there. Hmm, interesting, don't you think? The one that's really neat is there's one that's a tree house, a little orange tree house. And then uh, back along the waterfront, there is um, a very important uh, mineral pool. Uh, and this is uh, mineral water coming right from the rocks there, and then it sort of mixes with the splash over from the salt water, but this is uh, clear, crystal clear, uh, uh, cool mineral water right here on the edge of the sea, and it's a remarkable experience sitting in there as I give myself a rub down with the aloe vera and let those cool healing waters soothe my soul, right? And then uh, there's another little rough beach area that uh, was a scene of... Uh, a very enjoyable bonfire one night. Now this bonfire, uh, they take their wood 
and they know their wood here in Jamaica. And he stacks up this this bonfire scheme, and it's a mix of hardwood and softwood. He's sort of like, uh, so there's always something to catch him. So he had like, almost like a tunnel um, uh, chimney of softwood going down the middle, and then all hardwood stacked up around it. So the fire would kind of start at the top and then go down to the bottom, and then sort of uh, burning from the bottom, and the whole all the hardwood would fall down on top of itself. So it created this raging, self-sustaining bonfire for the whole night and the different smells from the wood that would come out as different uh, woods would spark up. But then I'll tell you the smell that came up when our uh, Bushman friend pulled out from a box of ganja uh, four or five big colas uh, with nice thumb-sized nugs hanging out all over them and uh, well into their cure process and looking great and decided to sacrifice those to the Oh, to the holy fragrances of the air, man. And uh, as the waves come crashing on one side and the, and the bonfire from the other and the sweet smoke from the wood and the ganja right up my nose, oh, it's not too bad, man. It's not too bad. <laughs> uh, now that's some tasty nuggets. And so, you know, we'd go over and play little cards on the front porch of the little store for a while, hang out on the front porch with the folks who are like our hosts there. And... But, you know, life moves slowly, right? You know, people say, soon come, soon come. And then once people here were in town, they're like, oh, someone come down with some CDs. Uh, I could burn CDs, you know, and see if I wanted any. Or people start hearing we're in town, we come by, we want some fish or something like that, right? But in all in all, it was like a, a place to go and get like the crash course in the uh, in, in regular folk Jamaica life, meet some local friends, and uh, get like right out of, immediately out of the tourist circuit, like go, completely bypassing it right and getting dropped off and not having to worry about uh, any kind of preparation you can just come down with like a little day pack with some trunks and you know you don't really need much right and it's all going to be sorted out all your needs will be provided what you call a tropical storm or a tropical rainstorm or a rainstorm on a tropical island. <laughs> the heavens unleashed there for a few minutes. I leapt into the leapt into the sea and enjoyed the fresh rainwater on one side and the buoyancy of the saline on the other. Oh. Anyway, I've survived. Back with the finish the rum drink, red stripe back in hand <laughs> and enjoyed back rolling. Highly recommended by this experienced and wasp-empowered traveler. You've been shooting along with Uncle Wee and his wild hikes. 
you come along next time.